Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience, but more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you will work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you're thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. If that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. So Stan, I think that one of the reasons that your business has done well is because of the way that you manage your time. Have you thought about that to a deeper level than just sort of waking up every day and seeing what happens? Yeah, I think there was a time where we all go through the season of like, I'm just surviving every day. I'm going to work as much as possible. And I think just volume alone will help me stay in the business. There did come a point for me where I did step back and reflect, why am I spending time on things I shouldn't? And as that's progressed, I do find myself having more downtime to reflect on more strategy. Like, is is our company heading in the right direction? Are the people in the right seats? But that's uncomfortable to have downtime. So for me, that was a harder progression because I I resisted it Mm -hmm. because what's comfortable and known is just busyness and work. So I would say I've improved in that a lot, some just out of necessity and some based on intentionality. How many times have you met someone that, uh, or how often I should say, do you, do you run someone that their personality, and this isn't just business owners or advisors, but their personality is just, they're always busy. I mean, they're just, there's every time you see them, it's just go, 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 go. Or do you not hang out with those people? <laughs> you're trying to think you're drawing a total blank. I might think that I'm trying to think through my inner Rolodex of people. No, I'm talking about anybody you interact with. I mean, there's just a few I'd people. I'd say in mostly my life. busy, mostly yeah. hurried, and there's a few that it probably seem they leave me wondering. Like, I know they're really successful, but they don't seem rushed or hurried. But that's probably a smaller group yeah, of yeah. people. So there's a group of people that I'm thinking of specifically, and actually most of them, I think, inter- interestingly enough, are are former members of our community, mm. and it's because they couldn't give away things that they they were addicted to busy. Oh yeah, and so there that we would say things like, "Is that really your highest and best use of your time?" And it was they would just always run from busy to busy to busy, and it yeah. was like there's there's just no way that everything is a crisis unless the, the variable, the only consistent in that is you. Like mm-hmm. everywhere you go, there is a crisis, which means that you're just running from cri- like it's not like they're the fire department. Even the fire department has downtime. These people were just literally like <laughs> light stuff on fire, you nice. know what I mean? Because they were just like everything was a crisis. Yeah. And so t- for today, we're going to talk about, we're going to wrap up our conversation over 10x is easier than 2x by talking about three ways that they fo- they tell you to focus and, 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 and build your schedule, mm-hmm. three different kinds of time. And to what you were saying earlier, I don't think any of these things generally come by default. So you, you have to build them in. But when you do, it is perhaps the final key to unlock the 10x possibility, which mm-hmm. is which is you cannot achieve 10x unless you take time, we'll talk about three different kinds, to step back or to rest or to do all this little stuff. And those are the three different kinds and they have names. Like you have to do these three kinds of time in order to build 10x. 
So the first one, and then I want your comment on some of these, is focus time. Mm -hmm. So they define this as focus days for working on your high-value activities, uh, the 20% of what you do that will get you to your 10x goal. And some people would define this as your deeper work or deep work. Great book written by Cal Newport. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the great quotes, and I'll throw it to you, is the ability to perform deep work is becoming increasingly rare at exactly the same time it is becoming increasingly valuable in our economy. Hmm. So I think that should be an encouragement. But when you hear about focus days of working on your highest value activity, the things that only you can do, what do you think of? What, what, what activities are we are come to mind for you? With where I am now in my business, it's innovation. It's what's the new thing that's going to help legacy elevate itself. And so a struggle that legacy is going through right now is trying to remove itself from being dependent on me for new business. But that doesn't mean I can just step away and say, hey, guys, go get it, because people have different skill sets as the team was built. I didn't hire somebody to replace myself fully. And so I still own that. I'm just trying to create value add resources, connections in our professional network that's going to pull people to us without me having to be the one managing it. And so my deep work today, when I think about the best use of stand time, it's, Sen, how are you creating new business for the firm without it having to be one-on-one relationships with you? And there was a time where my deep work was building out a team. The highest and best use of my time was making sure the right team members were on, and then it was improving our process. So I, I see different seasons, but today it's, Sten, try to make sure legacy isn't dependent on you for its survival. Mm-hmm. And if I have any downtime, that doesn't mean I'm working on six projects. There was a time where I'd have like a few balls in the air. I got some great input from some mentors where it's like, what's your one thing mm-hmm. like that you're so tenacious about that you're going to get it done at such a high level in a reasonable period of time. And usually that requires doing kind of one thing. Yeah. And they talk, we talked about that. And I think the last episode about what is unique to you that you can do that is no one's going to take it away from you because you're, you're, you're really the best at it in your, in your area. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting with this, where they talk about in the book, focus days, not focus time periods, but actual day or days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be, you know, two days in a row. It could be one day every you know quarter or month or whatever it might be or week. Uh, but those, those high value activities. And I think what that also is saying is that there's a lot of activities that they're just not very valuable. They're just not. They're just... It's sort of like rearranging the furniture and going, oh, we moved. Like, no, you just rearranged the furniture. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fine if you just want a different perspective, but like you didn't really get anywhere. You didn't move anywhere. Another part of um, Deep Work, he talks about that to produce at our peak, uh, you have to work for extended periods with full concentration on a single task, free of distraction. Mm. And the only way that happens is if you are preventative in your focus. You the default is interruption. That's right. right. When you buy a phone, by default, notifications are turned on, mm-hmm. right? By default, the button on, you know, your phone when it says, would you like to allow ads or not allow ads? The allow is first and it's bold. Did you know this? You ever <laughs> no. notice it? So Apple made this change um, to, do you want this app to track your activity across other things? And you, by default, allow yeah, But if you ask most people, they would... Choose no. A vast majority of people are choosing no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which advertisers hate. But but by default, it's allow tracking. By default, it's allow notification. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
And I think that that's just true of our life. So first is the focus time. The second is buffer days for preparation. Mm -hmm. This is dealing with other necessary tasks that aren't in your unique ability, which is what you were referring to before. Mm -hmm. So another way to say this is sort of everybody has to take out the trash sort of metaphorically. Like there's just stuff you have to do that, 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 you know, you, you, you got to tidy your desk every once in a while. You got to clear out your inbox. There's some things that you've just got to do sort of keep things clean. Yep. I remember you telling me that one of the greatest advancements in human history was essentially um, waste management, just mm-hmm. like people being able to deal with trash. Cause like, but you know, it's like, it's not, no one thinks that's an exciting thing, but the fact that like, oh, I don't want to live in a place with a lot of leftover stuff versus like, I want to live someplace that it's clean and tidy. Like for our lives and our businesses, we have to take time to just do that. Yep. And I find that, uh, my, and when my office gets cluttered, guess what? My work production goes down, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there's things that are also true of business, and I think this is why you hire some people to help you with this. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of who, uh, who not how as you talk. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't like that stuff, but it needs to get done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of our listeners do not have full teams. So my hope is, is you're hearing us talk about stuff that there's always the extreme version of anything we talk about. Like as we unpack these days, there is the person that's going to just block out an entire day and go, you know, really intense. Yeah. That's not me. I think sometimes people perceive like, wow, with what Sten says and what he does, man, he must be so, his days must be blocked out in five-minute increments. No. Seven minutes. That's That's right. Practically, it's, I just, in a a given day or period of time, like if you do surge meetings, that's a a version of this. Sure. You're saying for four to six weeks in my my year, I'm going to really focus right now on this thing, and that's going to free me up. So maybe... The application of this for you is not within a given day or a week. You're saying these are my two buffer days. I hope you're hearing the concept, though, of yeah. there are times where you really need to focus to deliver something really impactful. And if you spread that out over time, it's going to take way too long and not be as effective. Right. But if you put everything you have into accomplishing something, you will kick out higher quality things faster. But you can't do that forever. Yeah. There have to be these days to gather yourself, kind of reorganize the troops, and say, okay, well, what's what still has to get done? Like, legacy has to run and serve people still. Sten can be a visionary at times, but at times, like during Surge right now, I just need to serve my clients really well. Yeah. And, and to me, those are kind of the buffer days because we have a good system. We deliver. They're not the vision dreaming days that Sten enjoys. Those are just necessary. Yeah. So I think, though, you know, that I love that last part. Those are just necessary. But what I would challenge those who are listening or watching to consider is, you know, these things are getting done, but I think they can get done so much better or with higher quality if you're intentional. So that time we say, you know, like, hey, like I've done this with my family at home. Hey, everybody, after church for one hour, we're just going to like crush it at home. We're going to go home and like literally we're going to start at one end of the house and we're just going to move to the other. (laughs) Right. And then and then we're going to go upstairs and we're going to, you know, many hands makes light work. And it's like nobody wants to do that but like everybody loves for it to be done but it's saying hey here's the focus time we're going to do that and and again for some people it may not be day or you know a full day i know that for myself i will put in my calendar here's a three-hour block and i'm working on this one thing for three hours and my capacity to go really deep in that is phenomenal and the quality goes up tremendously Mm -hmm. if i can go in deep and stay deep then if I'm in and out, in and out, in and out. I mean, the studies have shown multiple times it can take at least 20 minutes at a minimum to get back to where you were with any interruption. Yeah, and I think there's the turn your phone. You're great at this, how you set like locations on your phone so yeah. different people call at different times, like limit distraction. Your email can be shut off so it's not dinging. Yeah. 
generally speaking, you need to have time where you're really focused on something. And, and, and most advisors, as we teach these things, don't argue. But there's a disconnect between like, the application of actually doing it. Yeah. And so I think part of this, too, is you unpack it. My hope is you, I hope you probably agree with us. If you don't, send us a note. We're curious why you don't. But focus on different things at different time. Have time to recharge. But if you feel yourself getting stuck, you need to step back and say, okay, how do I, you know, this kind of gets into like atomic habits. Like how do I protect myself from myself? Yeah. What things can I put in place? And so yeah. big idea, but like how do we apply it tomorrow are the practical changes you can make in your schedule. And yeah. even bring your team in on it. Say, here's what I'm trying to do. Protect me. Don't email me these times. Shut All my right. email out. Like this can sound good and then it can actually make a difference in your business. So here's a couple of things that I do to protect you because you've told me, protect me. <laughs> is that um, there are emails that I do not include you on. And I'm like, does he really, even if I kind of want you to know, because like it'll make me look better or make April look better. And I'm like, ah, like you want to know the good stuff, but it's like, you got a lot of stuff on your plate. So I'm like, I'm only going to include him on stuff that he really needs to know. And that's a form of like less clutter sort of going around, right? Another is that, and again, it's on the really practical nature of like getting stuff done is I have a light in my office now. It's an uh, Echo Glow. And they're like 20 bucks from Amazon. 25 bucks, something like that. But it's connected to my Echo in my office because I'm lazy and I like to talk to machines. I've fully given my uh, privacy over to uh, everything that Amazon has. And I'll turn it to go red. And people know, don't, don't come in the office. Mm-hmm. Green, you're good to go. But red means I'm either like deep, deep in work or I'm recording something. Mm-hmm. And that protects me. So there's things that you can do when I pull into the parking lot, I actually pull off of McEwen Street in front of us. My phone switches to work, and I only have certain apps that are on the front page of my phone. My Apple Watch turns to the EAN logo, and it's like I'm in work zone, yep. right? And that might sound like super geeky, but it's like you get dressed up for work. You drive to work. Like, why don't you just be at work doing work things? And I think there's some practical things we can do to just help us get more work done. And then the other thing is with your team, you can say to them, whether that's one person or 10 people, is, hey, during this time, it's heads down, let's knock this out. And, and again, this might sound simple, but most people just are running from thing to thing to thing. Mm-hmm. They really are, they're like a sail on a ship, which is they're not in charge. They're really more just reacting to, more like a flag on a ship because you can control a sail. But like a flag that's like, where's the flag going? wherever the wind tells it. That's right. And that is just a very tiring way to live. So the last one we're going to talk about is free days. And free days is when you actually don't focus on the business, which allows you to recover, explore new ideas, relax, and connect. And that book I mentioned earlier called Sabbath, it actually, it sounds like a pretty religious book, but it's not. It's somewhat. But it's more like every living being, whether that's a tree or Sten, me, or you, has to have rest for optimal growth. So everyone who says, I want to reach my highest potential, it is not about, if you want to to have the highest, biggest, you know, strongest tree, it's not because the soil and the sun, and like you have to build in rest. And then upon that rest, it builds more growth. And somehow humans think they're special. And then we think that we're, you know, we're better uh, because we don't rest as much. Like it's a badge of honor. So, Sen, what is an ideal free day for you that allows you to um, recover, explore new ideas, relax, and connect? 
I like to travel whenever I have available time. Yeah. There's something that triggers in me when I bring a book. I'm sending myself a bunch of emails because I'm just out of the, the office and the even just the energy and the flow. Like I just know there's stuff to be done. I'm getting emails, people walking in. I have to get away from that. Um, practically speaking, I can just like in a, in a day go to a movie, yeah, go out to lunch, hang out with my kids. Uh, but for me, it, it is getting away from the typical environment that just sparks creativity yeah. and thought for me. Um, when I fly back home to Oregon and visit people, there are things that I try to do a few times a year that I know I look forward to it. Uh, when I do it, I'm like, man, I've earned this because I've done deep work mm. in other times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have to rest. No longer are any of us, I think, inspired by the person that is successful because they gave away everything and they just work nonstop. What inspires me is like, how is the person that successful yet this seems like they're never hurried and they work a lot less than I do? Yeah. And in a lot of our teaching and Jared, as he coaches people, it's like, isn't that the goal that we help more people make more money and work more efficiently? Yeah. Like, okay, that's, that's, that's the ultimate goal. What's the equation to get to that? And part of that is you have to rest. You mm-hmm. have to have joy. Our, you know, my buddy Brad Johnson over at Triad, you know, they're saying like, how do you do work, but also do life? Like the, the, the both of those can coexist. It just takes different people. And this is the 10 X, two X. It takes different action to be a 10 X type of person than a two X, two X people work harder and longer to get results. They tweak the things they're doing. They're the advisors we've interacted with that maybe joined our community and bounced because it's like, oh, I'm good. They're just too uncomfortable. And it's like, that's not for everybody. But if if you are the type of advisor that truly I want to be on the elite path and I will, will accept all that comes with that, the ultimate outcome is really what we all want. Mm-hmm. There's just not a lot of us that are willing to go through that, the path to, to get there. We all say we want it, but we're going to take these decisions that take us off to the left, and we end up somewhere where we never wanted to be, even though people along the way were telling us those activities will not get you where you want to go. Right. So, yeah, it's just it's it's awareness. It's humility. It's seeking input. And part of that is like we love reading books together, and we bring this to you guys because you read one of these books. I mean, 10X, 2X, I read that, and I, I, I would have told you before, like, oh, yeah, 10X. I want to grow big. But then you, you're you forced to evaluate yourself as you read, and you're like, man, I do a lot of 2X stuff. Yeah. And I either have to give that stuff away. I either have to turn the 2X activity into a 10X one. And all that is just sitting in this tension of like, okay, does that mean everything I've done is wrong? No, Stan, then you're doing a good job. That got you here. That dialogue and feedback loop, you have to just sit in it. And most advisors just don't naturally do that well. And we did an entire training on 10X instead of – is easier than 2X – We'll put that in the show notes. So whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to on whatever app you are, uh, we'll put it on there. It's a 30-minute training to really help you apply a lot of these things. And then you can share that with your staff as well. Uh, there is a passcode you'll get to, to uh, log into that video as well. And Andy, as I, figure, as I think through this as an advisor and how this would help my business, my next step would be as I'd look at my next year. I'd look at 2024, and I'd almost start blocking out deep work times based on certain initiatives. So obviously we're probably all moving into strategic planning time now. And hopefully you or you and your team are going to come out with here are the things we're going to focus on. And my hope is, is that it's very clear there's maintenance activities of like, hey, we're going to keep doing this to serve our clients well, but we're also trying to create a new, better version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And you're going to come up with some really specific boulders to move next year. And you're going to say, okay, if I do surge, that's going to be March. It's all surge. Okay, block that out. Okay, where's your rest? Well, after surge, I'm going to take a two-week trip. Like, almost try to get a visual of what your year looks like. And my hope is, is that you have white space, that you have some big boulders that you don't know how you're going to move yet, but you're going to figure that out. You have the deep work time, and then you have rest. 
rest that you're excited about that you look forward to? Because I promise you, someday you will look back and you'll be successful if you're tenacious enough, but you will wish you created more memories, spent more yep. time with kids. Yep. Those are the things that most people look back and wish they did more of. So let's not ignore that. Let's build it in. Even if that feels a little less you know, spontaneous and yeah. fun, build it in. Schedule it now. Yeah. Um, let me share a couple more thoughts, and this is from Cal Newport. One of the things he says is, idleness is not just a vacation, an indulgence, or a vice. It is as indispensable to the brain as vitamin D is to the body. Um, interestingly enough, vitamin D was one of the things that during COVID, a lot of people had a deficiency in oh, yeah. and made them more susceptible to it because it's just vital, and you can get it from the sun, which is helpful because, you know, most people have access to the sun. Um, and, and I, I, I love this because if you're really about like, Hey, I want to, I want to do high quality work. I want to, I want to maximize my potential. Then listen to this resting regular, regularly resting your brain improves the quality of your deep work. When you work, work hard, when you're done, be done. And I'll tell you where, mm-hmm. where I really embrace this is that I, if I'm going to do any work, it's usually for a few hours at a, at at a minimum. Like I don't work for ten minutes. I don't like because mm-hmm. if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be working, I really want to be working. But if I'm gonna be resting, I don't kind of rest. I really rest, nice. and I I take pride in that. Yeah. And other people take pride in not resting. And yeah. I'm like, okay, nice. but like if you want to be weak, then never rest. Yeah, that's true. Because the strongest the reason those trees have rings, you know, you talk you talk about how you know how old a tree is because it has rings. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's where it rested. Mm. Right, and that it formed another ring around itself. Absorbed the growth, right, yeah. and then it's and then it grows on top of that, another ring, another ring. So you want to have a lot of rings in your life. You want to live longer. You got to rest. Yeah, right. I was listening to a podcast a while ago. I want to say, and this could be wrong, but the point is good though. It was one of the CrossFit game champions. Okay, and they were talking about if sleep was a substance, oh, yeah, it would yeah. be banned because of the benefits of it. Yeah, recovery, sharpness, all these things like that. That sleep alone, and I think that is related to this, that like rest alone, we're backwards if we think that just working harder and longer is the best approach. Yeah. That that rest should, as we redefine it, be something that we pursue and fight for because we recognize how beneficial it is. Yeah. Just to our ability to, to deliver on results in business, but also probably just as a person, as a family, like all the things. Yeah. That if we could all try to shift our thinking of like, no, the rest is the pursuit. Yeah. And the the buffer days and the work is necessary and good. We're thankful for that activity. Right. The deep work days are like our our surprise, our prize for the heart. It's like that's where the cool stuff's going to come from to right. keep us kind of lit up in our business. But the rest like should hold equal, if not more, weight to those other two. Yeah, I love that because and imagine if you take that rest away from any of your best performers, they're not their best performer anymore. That's right. Right. If you take the rest away from your life and you go, no, I rest. I was like, but what if? What if it was what you were missing, yeah. right? Because we want to be really practical in our teaching. Like, it, what if you took rest more seriously? Yeah. And, and one, because you'll enjoy the rest. I enjoy rest. And I think rest is a gift. We were not designed to never rest. We were designed to rest. But the other is, if you really want to do great stuff, then, yeah. I mean, I, I, the people that I want to be like rest really well. Yeah. They just do, Right. Yeah, if anybody's thinking about Michael Jordan playing one of his best games when he's sick, that's more the exception than the rule. The exception. So, he did so not. If anybody emails us about that, that's no great story. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the the rumor was that he was food poisoned the night before. Did you hear this on purpose? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because he was in a away game against Utah, I think. Nice. And the uh, the rumor is that the pizza delivery guy 
Uh, food poisoning. Not a Bulls fan. Uh, not a Bulls fan. <laughs> but backfired. He won. No doubt. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, bud.